Coming up on this episode of Don't Panic, we have a lot of exciting tech news, unsurprisingly, including previewing Apple's big announcement this coming week. What will they announce uh, and what won't they announce? We'll also talk about lots of watches. It was the week of watches. We got watches from Motorola, from Samsung, uh, Android Wear software, now working with iOS, we're wall-to-wall watches, plus even more news. We hope you stick around. An exciting episode of Don't Panic is going to start for you right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 102, recorded September 7th, 2015, on Samsung's watch, Motorola's watch, and Android's watch on iOS. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, uh, the technology podcast uh, that did not get a new logo this week. I'm Sean Jennings, and I am joined by the by the Matthew and Peter McGuire of technology. They support union rights. It's Colby Rabideau and Dan Miller. Gentlemen, how are we doing this week? Is that an AFL-CIO joke? Uh, it's a Labor Day joke, in fact. Well, one oh. of those two men, they're not sure which, but they believe one of those two men uh, created Labor Day. Nice. Oh. Well, they were us. So, day off for all of us not in unions. Um, Very good. It's it's Labor Day in the U.S., for those of you who don't know. Uh, So, we all, I'm assuming we all had the day off, is that correct? That is correct. What did you do in your day off, Sean? Um, I I cleaned the house, and I got groceries, um, and I did the show. So, that's... That's, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how about you guys? Any anything anything really? It's not really like a vacation type holiday. It's more of a just not mean? go to work. Do people go on vacation on Labor Day? I mean, define vacation. Well, no, but there's like Fourth of July is a vacation holiday. You go away, but Thanksgiving you don't really go away for. I'd say judging by how few cars there were parked on our street all weekend, yes, people go away for Labor okay. Day. Okay, or they at least like go to visit their family wherever their family is on Labor Day. I was on a boat. <laughs> what? Yeah. Dan was on a boat today. Yeah. You were on a boat today? Yeah. That's that's insane. To be fair, he does live <laughs> on an island, so what do you expect? It's true. Was it as was fun as the boat. last time we were on a boat, Dan? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> no. It was a little less terrifying than that. Uh, yeah, it was on the Hudson, uh, north of Poe po- Kipsey. Nice. Your, your, your Kingston going on over there. Nice. Uh, sunny. Hot today. Hot today for that. Very hot. I know. In, I know. In Poughkeepsie, they broke a uh, a record temperature today. Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh wow! It didn't seem that hot. Um, yeah, it was great. Exciting. Well, we now have you here indoors, in your bedroom uh to talk about technology we do this every week if you're new to the show don't panic don't panic.io is the website go there get all the information about the show where to subscribe where to watch all the past episodes uh and all our social media links don't panic.io is that site we're going to get to the news this week we had a lot of exciting news Uh, i'll preview the big headlines which is we've got some apple stuff in here uh they're going to have their big keynote on uh what is it tomorrow is it is it tomorrow or wednesday wednesday 
Uh, it's tomorrow. It's Wednesday. Wednesday. Wait, what? The Apple thing is Wednesday. Oh, never mind. I was about to say, I thought it was it's the September 9th. September 9th. Yeah, okay, so Wednesday. Wednesday, they're going to have their big announcement. Uh, also, in the rundown, we have a couple stories around IFA, uh, which is a conference over in Germany, and there's a lot of big hardware announcements. We saw laptops, cell phones, and watches, a lot of watches as well, plus some other good stuff in there. Gentlemen, uh, I will pose the question to you I ask seemingly every week. Where should we start? I want to talk about the new Google logo. Oh, Dan, <laughs> I love it. Let's talk about the new Google logo. Uh, this week, trivia, we actually saw two new logos. Do you guys know the other big company that unveiled their logo? Verizon. Verizon. That is very good, Dan. What? Verizon also unveiled their logo. You can Google that. Totally. It's like you, it's like you haven't been paying attention at all. This week. Uh, I've been on the boat. Verizon got a new logo. You're not you're not on the logo bandwagon here, Colby. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, Google this week unveiled, uh, we, we talked a couple weeks ago about Alphabet and all the other neato things that uh, that Google is unveiling, and so now we're going to talk about, they have a new logo, and it's not really that different from the old logo, it's more of a different font than anything else. Um, it is, uh, let's see, they claim it is uh, a lot more modern and playful using that sans serif typeface you're used to seeing. The colors are a little bit softer as well. Um, it's similar if you saw uh, Alphabet's logo. It's kind of the same idea. Um, and the other sort of really neat thing about this is they claim, um, let's see, I, I want to find it in here, that, that it, it's drastically shrunk in the size. The old logo was over 14,000 bytes, and the new one is only 305 bytes, which they say will be easier to display on low bandwidth connections, which is kind of I think that is true. an actually interesting reason to to go ahead and change the logo. Um, gentlemen, any uh, any any thoughts? Dan, you want to talk about this? What what do you think of the new logo? I don't know. I want to know what everyone. I like the new <laughs> logo a lot. I think almost every time that a company changes their logo, it's always like ah, oh, it's terrible. And then eventually you stop caring and you, you don't notice anymore. But this one I saw it and I actually I actually liked it. The other logo was sort of. Uh, I don't know. It was like a throwback. It was nice that they kept it around. It was a little like cute. It was harkening back to their their beginnings, but it didn't really look good. Yeah. I I will say like I never noticed that the E was crooked before, uh, and I thought that was new to this new logo. But then I looked back at the old one, and the E is crooked in the old one too. I just never noticed. It blew my mind. Oh yeah, yeah. I never. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like I noticed. I I noticed immediately when I saw the new logo. I was like, "Wow, that E is wicked crooked." Uh, but they have on in this Verge article I'm looking at. They have a little slider thing that you can like. It's like overlays them, and you can slide back and forth. And I slid onto the new one. And, I mean, from from I slid slid the E back from the old one and. It was weird. Slid the E back. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, 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 it's a good logo. I don't think there's anything thing wrong with it. I agree that, that in retrospect, their old logo does look a little dated. The problem I have is, is, and Verizon did the same thing, where it's just that same typeface you see everywhere. So Someone joked, if you look up um, the Lenovo, the new Lenovo logo, it's the same E. It's even crooked in the <laughs> Lenovo uh, logo, it, it, Lenovo logo. Oh my god! Um, and so it's hard to tell tell the difference, and and that's kind of my problem. Is yeah, it's a good logo, but it's kind of lost some of its uniqueness and some of its its pizzazz um, that that it sort of has. 
on its yeah. own. Um, but there's nothing wrong with it. I, I think it's good, and That's I like true. I like that they kept the colors because I think yeah. that is really signature. Um, and and I, I like I said, I was fascinated by this idea of by changing the logo, we can actually drastically shrink the size, and that means for the hundred times we have to load it on all these different web pages, now all of a sudden we can go on more low bandwidth connections and useless data. That's kind of a cool reason to change a logo other than just we were bored with the old one. Yeah, I wonder if that was the reason or something they noticed. Huh. By accident? I, I don't, oh, yeah. man. That would be crazy if it was the reason. I doubt it. Only I mean, be, only because how much, how much smaller was it, you said? I mean, it went from about 14,000 bytes to 305. So... An order of magnitude so smaller. Five x. Yeah. Decrease. So noticeable. Yeah. I wonder how that how that affects their uh, their conversion rate. How yeah. much money and more money will they make per year because they made their ad <laughs> in, in bulk? You're probably it right. Will, it will make it better. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, like so that's what science tells us. If you make websites faster to load, people uh, spend more time on them. Turns out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. Amazon learned this a long time ago. So if you slow a website down, people buy less stuff. So in a Google sense, they'll they'll see fewer ads if the website's slower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. Another thing I'll point out too is if you have any of the Google apps on any of your devices, um, they updated all their logos. So like the Google Maps had the Google G in it. It's now the yeah. new G. Uh, and they did that for all of their services across the board. They all have the new G in them as well. Gotta be consistent. I like, I, that's a, another thing. I never really noticed the Google G and the Google Maps before, but now, like, the new G stands out more, I think. Well, and it, it's a good thing because, honestly, all the Maps logos look kind of similar. You know, Apple Maps yeah. and Google Maps, and, you know, they all have that little green and blue with the street lines oh, and all road, that. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a good differentiator. I agree. Uh, I have an idea for what you talk about next. I Dan, I I couldn't be happier. Please go on. Did Samsung make a watch that looks good? Uh, you know, inquiring minds want to know. Do you remember the original uh, Galaxy Wear watch? Galaxy the, Gear. The Galaxy Gear. Yes. Yes. My my friend had one. Oh my god, those were so it ugly. Broke his phone, and he never used it again. <laughs> Um, and they had a little camera that faced, that pointed out from your hand. Yeah. For like spy pictures. Yeah. Oh, not, yeah. That was bad. Well, like all Samsung's products, they started out kind of weird and uncomfortable and have become something actually kind of nice. Samsung Gear <laughs> S2 has uh, was announced this week. Uh, what's interesting, uh, differentiates, it's not Android Wear, it runs Tizen, which is Samsung's uh. own operating system. Yes, groans all around, I agree. Um, the key things are this cool spinning outer rim of the watch. So the watch face, it's a, it's a circular watch, and you can actually spin a little gear or dial around the outside and it actually interacts with the watch of course it's also a touch screen uh, so you can still do it that way but it's a really quick way to scroll through um menus and things of that nature um other than that it's a smart watch you know they claim it will have uh a thousand apps available when it launches and they're creating specific app experiences for the s2 um 
What's interesting, and this is new for their uh, Samsung's Tizen watches, is that it will work with all Android phones, uh, provided they run 4.4 higher with one and a half gigabytes or more of RAM. So they'll have their own Android app you download. And so it will work with them more than just Samsung's phones. Now, you won't be able to use things like Samsung Pay, which is built in unless you have a Samsung phone, obviously, unsurprisingly. But the other features will work with other Android phones. Wait, Samsung Pay is its own thing? Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, now, it uses NFC, and basically, if you're, most places will accept it alongside other, you know, it's not a big ad for a company to include, but yes, it is separate. And one thing of note, they just launched it, Verizon, uh, it does not work on, which is interesting. They're not a launch partner. Well, yeah, that, but that's because Verizon has their own uh, pay service, right? Their own well, wallet? Well, not anymore. They sold that to Google. That because that was SoftCard, formerly ISIS, um, and then they <laughs> sold it. So they're they're not in bed. But Verizon is always really late to um, partner with these uh, these other companies. Anytime mm-hmm. uh, any of the payment stuff, I know uh, Google Wallet, they were really slow to adopt too back in the day. Yeah, I do remember that because I had a uh, when I was like interning at Facebook, my company phone was a Galaxy whatever, and it had Google Wallet with NFC, but I couldn't use it because it was Verizon phone. Uh-huh. Super lame. Yeah, exactly. But now, I, you don't have that restriction on Verizon anymore, right? You can use Google Wallet and Apple yep. Pay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they do. That's yep. good. I, I think the spinny face thing is very cool. Uh, I also think these watches look really nice. They do, particularly look nice. like the classic one. Mm. I'm not, I mean, I think the 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 other one is fine, but it it looks kind of in the same way that most smartwatches smart watches look kind of like I don't know, like too modern. Uh, but I I like that the classic one looks like not just a regular watch, but like a regular watch that. I might actually wear. Definitely. I definitely I, agree. I wish it was. Like, why do they need to run Tizen? <laughs> Man, what yeah. a bummer. Well, you know, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I mean, Samsung is one of the few companies that I think can get away with actually creating a separate ecosystem and actually making it work um i'm not saying they will i'm saying i believe it's possible um yeah. and if, if they can really have you know as i'm discovering them and my pick this week is the new pebble and, and as i'm using the watch i'm realizing you know every day it's like oh uh x app is now compatible with apple watch oh ebay is now an apple watch and it's like but i don't want to use ebay on my apple watch necessarily unless you find a, a spectacularly good reason so if samsung can get the 100 best watch apps yeah. Then, then I'm sold. I don't have to have every app compatible. Um, I just don't know if companies are going to be willing to work with them to do that because it's not a big install base. Not like Android Wear or uh, or Apple Watch. No. Because that's a problem not... Pebble's having. I uh, yeah. well, Pebble, Pebble's probably the second most used smartwatch, right? But not in terms of apps. That nobody's yeah, building apps no... for it. Because there's no incentive for these companies to do it. And that's what I think Samsung's going to hit is if I'm Airbnb and I'm making watch apps, I'll definitely make Apple Watch. I might make Android Wear, but why would I make a Tizen mm-hmm. app? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's why I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> the history of uh, making new ecosystems late in the game is not, not Dan, a good history. You're telling me your Palm OS app isn't making you any money these days? No, neither is my Windows Phone app. <laughs> 
<laughs> Ooh. Too soon. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, that's exciting. I, listen, Samsung's been making really great hardware. I'll give them all the credit in the world. I, I think they've got a really good sense, finally have settled on a good sense of design. Um, and they're not copying other people, which is what they were accused of for a long time. It's like, oh, it's just an iPhone knockoff. And this watch is different. It's unique in a good way. So, uh, credit to them. Yep. Should um, we talk about the other watches? Let's, on the let's talk about the other watches. Uh, first, we'll quickly mention the Moto 360 V2 is here, uh, the sequel to the 360, one of the earliest and most popular Android Wear watches, mainly because it had that, that nice round design. Um, uh, it is now updated. So, key things you need to know uh, that are new. Not a lot in terms of the design. It's very similar. There is a new size. There's actually a smaller men's version. Men's come in uh, 46, which is what it was. But now you can get a 42 uh, millimeter version, which is a little smaller. Um, which is as big as the Apple Watch gets. Exactly. The other one I think some people <laughs> thought was a little too big, and that's why they did that. Um, they now have a new uh, watch band connector that makes it easier to add third-party bands. Um, Let's see. What else? I'm trying to remember what else. Uh, generally, it's not the same. Uh, a spec upgrade, so a new internal processor. They say uh, battery life and performance will be updated, which is always good on a watch. They say it's double the battery life of the first generation watch. Um, but outside of that, it, it's very similar. Um, it'll continue to run Android Wear uh, as its OS on the round display. And, uh, and there you go. There's also a sport version uh, available as well, um, and that's got a few extra features. It's got a dedicated GPS chip built in um, and a special LCD display designed to be read in direct sunlight. Um, all of these watches will be available uh, later this year, ranging from $299 all the way up to $429. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I still think it's a good-looking watch. Yeah, I like the look of that one better than the uh, the Samsung one. I, it, to me, this looks a little more premium. Right. It, it looks less yeah. like a toy and a little more like this is a watch an executive would wear. Is it more expensive? Uh, that's a good question. I actually... Or did they not? I didn't see a I don't, price on the other one I don't yet. think they did. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it were a massive, maybe a little cheaper, but not a massive difference. Mm-hmm. Um, that, 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 that 299 base model is right in the range of, of where a lot of these watches are. Is that, is that gold one solid gold in this picture? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, $12,000. You know, I would love to tell you, I know that it says in here, you know, I read these articles before getting the air and I immediately forget them. Um, yeah, it is. It says the color is gold. It does not say it is gold metal. So I'm guessing it's gold, gold, gold plated aluminum, gold, gold colored aluminum. <laughs> Uh, yeah, gold's the new thing, Dan. Everyone's got to have gold. It yes, it is. It's the rumor of the new iPhone. It's going to be in gold, Dan. Oh, even more gold than even it more, already is? A, a gold gold, ver- not a not a champagne gold, like oh, a gold gold. You get a $15,000 no, iPhone? No, no, no. Not a gold, I should be specific, not a gold metal, a more gold color. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, oh, <laughs> so that's that's what the new color is going to be? Is that's the rumor. Gold? Yes. Gold and more gold. Yes. Golder. Kind of gold and like really seriously gold. <laughs> um, so get excited for that. Um, but then the big news for watches this week, Android Wear now compatible with iOS. Yes, you've been asking for it. Google has delivered. Android Wear comes to the iPhone. Let me explain because it's a little complicated, but stay with okay. me here. Um, 
the way it will work is you'll download an iOS app specifically for Android Wear. Um, and, uh, <coughs> excuse me, um, they're more limited than an Apple Watch, so you can't do as much. Um, and Google claims only a select number of watches currently will work, and they say that will get better as time goes on um, based on software updates. Um, things you can do. Notification mirroring, which is about any smartwatch will do with iOS. Uh, you get Google Now cards on the watch will work as well. Um, you can select third-party watch faces and install and use them through this app. Uh, there are a few native apps you can use. Um, voice search will work, um, which is rare for watches that aren't Apple that work with iOS. Um, you can do fitness tracking through Google Fit, and you'll be able to get rich notifications for Google apps, Gmail, Calendar, and the like. So what doesn't it do? Just the rich notifications for third-party apps? Um, yes, that and um, uh, a more a more robust Google Now search. So you can do voice search, but you can't mm -hmm. like control aspects of the phone via search, uh, via voice. Oh, okay. Which oh, makes sense. That sounds great. Yeah, I mean, it's it's most of the key features, and it's the things that they're you know I, I like to compare it to Pebble, but it's it's even a more robust set of features than that. Yeah, and that, cool. that's a, that. That to me is re really exciting that that they can do that. Um, yeah, and, and get these features out of it. We need another person on the podcast so they can get one of those. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> that's right. I think uh, I think it's probably good for everyone if there are other watches that work uh, with iPhones because. If there are users using them, I feel like that may or may not incentivize Apple to, like, open up some some more features to uh, third-party watchmakers, or or just just third-party like device makers, I guess. Yeah. Um, especially if like one of those device makers is a company with like actual cloud, like Google, right? Uh, I think that's pretty cool. So yeah. I would be in favor of that. I had speaking of Apple and third-party hardware, I had a really frustrating experience today <laughs> in a car, and I had heard this reported somewhere, but I didn't experience it until today. So uh, you know, we're cruising along down the highway, coming back to New York City. Uh, I plug my phone in to charge it through the USB thing and the console, mm -hmm. and uh, then my friend notices that he can scroll through some of my music mm -hmm. on my phone, except there are only a couple albums I actually have on Apple Music on my phone, and those are ones that I bought and wanted to listen to, so it's like three or four. But there were more than that visible, so I was like, oh, sweet, you must be able to, like, things in my music, in Apple Music, you must be able to scroll through here, the car interface, and, and click on and it he could do that and then i was like oh sweet let me show you this song so i like whipped up whipped out my phone scrolled through pressed on it and then uh what did it say on the car just like uh incompatible or something yep so what was happening was i have no idea what music he was scrolling through and being able to play because it wasn't stuff i had bought on itunes Maybe it was stuff I bought on iTunes, but just wasn't on my device. So if I bought it on iTunes, then I could stream the DRM-free version. But anything that was just Apple subscription through Apple Music, I could not stream through the lightning cable into the car. Wow. 
Yeah. That's fascinating because, I mean, I don't know about the car you were in, but Spotify works with Jill's car. Like it, it hooks up to the display and stuff, and you get all the info, and she can oh, really? she can change the songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. A lot of the problem with the, the the older vehicles is that they they changed a lot of the stuff when they went from thirty pin to lightning. And what uh, you'll find is in those cars, if you use thirty pin device, old thirty pin devices, it works fine. Even yeah. like up to what was the latest thirty pin. As soon as you mm. use lightning, they all kinds of funky things happen. My brother's car is the same way. So, and yeah. that's the problem when these cars don't get software updates. You yeah, know, right. and why you look forward to CarPlay and Android Auto and these services. Yeah, the yeah. future. That's it. Is worth noting that Jill's car is like a 2015 or whatever. It's like brand new. Oh, yeah, snap. it's, it's going to be funny in five years when you go to plug your iPhone 10 in, and it uh, oh, it doesn't doesn't work with my uh, you know, Apple <laughs> Music future service <laughs> luckily it's a lease so that's the way to do it three years that's the way then, to do uh, it <laughs> when you get the newest whatever, stuff whatever cable we have at that point in our phone <laughs> well at that point right you'll okay. be leasing a self-driving car so you got nothing that's to worry true, about yeah. i could just listen to my headphones <laughs> yep that's exactly right exactly right anyways hardware support should get better good us I agree. And actually, I'm very optimistic. I'm going to put it down a very small prediction, and you know how my predictions usually go, but I, I'm optimistic in iOS 9. We're going to see one of those, like, you know how Apple has, like, their five or six big features, but then the, like, 105, like, bonus little things they put into the OS? Mm-hmm. I bet yeah. one is going to be additional smartwatch support for other manufacturers. Yeah, yeah but we've already, we would have already seen that because, you know, the betas are out in WWDC. Oh, that's true. That. Yeah. So this is your prediction for next year. At some point in the eventual game. future, I think they might do this. There is that. Don't they, <laughs> sometimes they do things where they hide stuff at WWDC, though, don't they? Or if stuff is not in the betas. Have yeah, they done that before? Usually big features, though. Nothing. Yeah. Usually the small. There's. I don't know what reason they would have to keep that a secret. That's yeah. true. Next year. Next year. Yes. <laughs> iOS 10 hopefully yeah but this but this is cool and if i were in the market for a smartwatch i would definitely uh, as an ios user take a serious look at an android wear because i think some of this as we talked about some of the hardware is really great um and i like it and i want it gotta have it i'm keep I, i'm afraid my monitor is gonna fall over here because it's duct taped oh, wow. What is it mounted on? It's a tripod that I duct taped it to, cause I'm cause I'm ghetto like that. Colby knows this is uh this is the monitor that went through that plate glass uh, side table. table I had, <laughs> and I and I got I said I'm never gonna put it back up, and then I was like oh, I was just sitting there, and I'm like oh it's collecting dust. I guess I could. <laughs> I got to use more duct tape this it time. It went through it? Yeah, so next, oh, I rearranged it to you. It's on the side now. But I had a, a really nice, it was like a steel table with a, with a s- single plate of glass as the top. Uh-huh. And I went like this with my elbow, and I whacked the monitor over and went over and went right through. And Colby can vouch. Big, loud noise. 
oh my god it was like i had glass did this everywhere. happen on air this happened right before we did the goldilocks on the trivia episode colby yeah. was on oh wow it was like the perfect breaking breaking glass sound effect <laughs> oh like, my god like and it, pristine it thick glass and it was like oh it was everywhere and i'm like i'm never gonna do that i'm not stupid enough to duct tape it to that tripod again <laughs> um and once you know what i did it because i just think it looks nice so yeah i'll use more duct tape i promise <laughs> or you'll get a good show out of it at least um cool all right well let's let's keep this train uh rolling gentlemen what uh what else is the the story here what else are we what else is there to discuss we can of course do apple stuff but there's also amazon's cheap tablet potentially hulu without ads a gaming cell phone pictures on instagram gaming cell phone looks pretty dumb gaming cell phone yes i mean this is a very i've never even heard of this it's such a short story this guy's face on this article though (laughs) The, uh, the the guy announcing it, down. yeah, he seems like really into it, which is he does, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, just quickly, this, this is part of IFA, all the hardware that was announced. Acer did a ton of gaming stuff. I pulled this out specifically because I thought it was hilarious. Acer unveiled the Predator Six, not making that up, gaming smartphone. Okay, have you ever thought? Have you ever like grabbed your iPhone and said, "God, I wish this had a Deca Core processor and four gigabytes of RAM." I have never heard of a Deca Core processor. A Deca Core processor. A six-inch HD display, four speakers, and haptic feedback that Acer says means it will handle just like a gaming controller. The company promises it will dominate any game users want to throw at it. Dominate it. Dominate it. So you can play Angry Birds really fast. (laughs) The birds go so fast. (laughs) If you're like, I can't handle the speed. It's like HD. This weekend, uh... My friend moved into a new apartment, and he has this uh, this old plasma TV, which looks really nice, except we could not get the PlayStation 3 hooked up to it, no matter what we did. Hmm. We're holding down the button. But the Roku worked fine. So the only gaming we were able to do all weekend was to play Angry, Angry Birds. Birds Space on the Roku. Yep. Uh, and then we, we f- figured out how to download more games, so we downloaded Snake, because that was the only free one. Nice. Uh, anyways, that actually worked pretty well. I was surprised at how well Angry Birds yeah, You that. fling it with the remote, it's fun. Yeah. 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 Anyways, so if that's enough for me, then I don't think I need this Decacore <laughs> processor. Decacore. That's just ridiculous. I don't. And who's going to make games for cell phones that support something? I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, I just thought it was ridiculous. No price or timeline announced for that, but I'm sure it will be very expensive. Um, and they'll sell about four of them, so. Good on Acer. Gentlemen, what else would you like to discuss? Uh, Instagram has different picture now. What is this? I tried. I tried. And did it work? I couldn't get this to work. Couldn't get this to work. Explain to me how you do it. Okay, well, here you go. I, I didn't know until I saw this article. When you access your photo gallery from within the updated app, you'll now see a format button above the camera roll. You can use this button to toggle between square and full-size images. From there, you can zoom in and out to choose the best crop for your photos. Let me uh, let me see if I can put oh. this up on the screen for everyone at home to look at. Oh... Yeah, oh, I see. Weird. Yeah, so it's the two little arrows pointing out. Um, yeah, it's like a zoom, like a yes. full screen looking button. Yep. 
in the corner, in the lower left-hand corner of your photograph. I see, I see. Um, I mean, if you think about it, it really doesn't crop it that much to begin with. Um, so you, you don't lose that much, but it does give you the option to, to adjust the, the crop manually. Which I think is exciting. Um, it is exciting. The, the, the square can be sometimes restrictive. Didn't uh, they also say that recently that, uh, that photos are being stored in higher quality than they were before? Yes. Yes. Yeah. They yeah. did say that. Which was overdue. Yes. Yeah. With that, that Facebook infrastructure. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> they got the backbone. Right. Um... Yeah, so that's exciting. Now updated on iOS and Android, you should be able to do that. And I've seen a couple go by my feet, although uh, I, maybe people don't know about the feature, but I think people are going to continue, for the most part, to post square photos. Yeah. Um, mostly, I think, because people are taking the pictures in the app, and the app, by default, crops it square. Yeah. Um. What do you... Like, I'm trying to scroll through my feed and, like, see one. I don't see any. Yeah, I think... I saw one the other day. Someone did something a little more vertical. It was, like, a... Something... It was, like, a trophy or something, something tall they took a picture of. Um, um, and it worked well for that. And I and, I, and it weirded me out, because as I scrolled through, I'm like, that doesn't look like a normal photo. Like, it was very th- throwing. But, um, but yeah, I, I, it's a nice option to have. I think... Like I said, if you need to take a picture of something tall or something wide, that's really where you're going to want to use it. Otherwise, I think the square crop is probably going to be... You know, if you have 10 people in a wide photograph, then you don't want to do the square. But... Yeah. Otherwise, it's a nice to have. I think, again, overdue. It's And I think this... This better reaches the photography audience I think Instagram really wants. I mean, it's one thing to have the the sort of teenage young person snap every photo of what they're doing audience, but I think they really want that hardcore photography audience. And I think this is higher quality photos, the ability to do wide and tall shots um, are definitely ways to get at that group, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, onwards. onwards indeed we've got time for more news gentlemen I think, it's, I think it's apple time is it apple time stop let's do this apple time <laughs> uh let's start with the announcement as we teased uh this wednesday september 9th uh apple will have their uh i what we believe to be the iphone announcement now normally in the fall apple has two announcements um Though that's not, I don't think it's been every year, but most year. And they'll do a September event and and an October, sometimes November event. Um, And announce a ton of new hardware in time for the holiday season. Um, By the way, we'll have full coverage next Monday. Um, Wall to wall. Usually when Apple does an event, we end up spending the whole hour talking about Apple. But so be it. Um, And we'll have opinions on all of it. So get your popcorn. That'll be fun. Um, But now we'll tease what you can expect. So... Um, happening in uh, San Francisco um, at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Pacific, if you're going to follow along on the live blogs, um, starting with the iPhone. So this is September is always the iPhone event. Uh, they always do that one first. It's expected we're going to see the 6S and the 6S Plus, um, only because they just did the 6, and they'll do that S TikTok cycle. Um Biggest features expected, Force Touch. Uh, On the iPhone, uh, the rumors say that there'll be um, about three different levels of touch you'll be able to do on the phone. Um, An interesting uh, rumor that I find is that they won't call it Force Touch. 
it may be called uh, the leading theories deep press. Um, but, you know, we'll wait and see. Um, ability to do specific actions, though we don't know what yet. Um, Dan, you use Force Touch on the Apple Watch. Are you excited to have this on your on your iPhone? Uh, I am. I was... I don't know what to use it for, but I also have it on my work laptop. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense on the watch because it just gives you one extra thing to do, although I always forget to try it. Well, uh, the other day... I was checking in on the watch with the score map, mm-hmm. and it, you know, it pops up where it thinks you are, and I'm like, no, I'm not there. And every other time this had happened, I just take take my phone out and do it. And then I realized if I force touch, I can choose from a list of other nearby mm-hmm. places, which is really what I wanted to do. Got it. Uh, so, but so, so those, those things are cool, but not discoverable. Uh, yeah. I'm excited well- for it. I'm excited for it on the phone because I think you could do uh, some sort of crazy games and like drawing stuff, especially on an iPad. If an iPad had it, uh, take advantage of being able to actually drag your finger in press places instead of on the watch. It's just pressing, mm-hmm. and then even on on the uh, on the laptop, it's mostly just a new kind of trackpad. I think like in QuickTime, you can control how fast it's fast forwarding when you're clicking on it with force touch but i think it's going to be way more useful on the phone somehow i don't know someone else yeah. is gonna, someone's going to make something that's going to be great i mean i would i would imagine it it, it could enable uh, <laughs> enable i don't know like enable you to go into interactions with one finger that you might have needed two fingers to do before there you go. yeah like imagine a in maps you force touch it as in into like pinch to zoom mode where you can slide your finger back and forth to zoom in or zoom out uh, I can see something like that working I don't know this might be weird but I think it would be cool if like every tap was just a force touch tap like I don't use I don't know maybe maybe that would be bad but I think it'd be really awesome if you were like tapping on the keyboard and it buzzed, like it clicked every time you click the button on the keyboard. But I don't know if that's possible or weird. Hmm. You want it, You just want the the haptic, the haptic feedback. feedback. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they, they could do that. Like why? Why not? It's it's so like. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's one thing that sucks a lot about touchscreens is it's not like it's like you're mashing your finger against glass, really. Yeah. Like, I forget. I guess that's what that's what it must have been like Marco Armin or someone on ATP was <laughs> saying that that's how they thought they found the the force touch trackpad. It just felt like mashing your finger against glass. No. But, ah. I disagree with that. Uh, no, I, I, I cannot I tell a difference. Too. Yeah, especially like turn when it's turned up to the the highest level, I can't tell the difference. Uh, I think it feels great, but that's what, like that's what using a phone is like. And yep. if it wasn't like that, I think it'd be delightful. Well, there are some Android users who absolutely love it, so I, I you know. Yeah, but I mean, it'd be even cooler. Like Android does when, as you like, tap on the keys of the keyboard, the phone just vibrates. Right, it's not as good. Yeah, it's like the phone's vibration thing that does to to you know ring or whatever. But I mean, that's you know, it's fine. 
but imagine like force like feeling like you're clicking a button yeah That'd yeah, be, I think that'd be so cool. Oh, I think it'd be great. You know, and the other thing I, I would say for me, Force Touch is really going to be exciting if there's some really cool OS interactions. Like, I trust apps will be able to figure out cool ways to do it. They always do. But Apple's got to really build some cool stuff. I know I saw this going around online, so I don't want to take credit. But, you know, even if the idea of a long of a, of a different tap on an app icon brings up a widget. You know, like you tap the weather and it quickly just brings up a three-day forecast without having to open the app. I mean, even little things like that I think could be really cool if implemented well. So I'd like to see them use those unique gestures to really do something cool with the operating system. Don't don't just put it in for app developers. Like, actually make it part of the everyday experience. Like in the keyboard. Um, Also, uh, spec bumps, unsurprisingly, faster processor, more RAM, which would be good because they haven't done that in a while. Um, Also, better camera, 12 megapixel up from the current 8. Also expected to shoot 4K video. Now, uh, what's exciting about... um, New cameras, including the front camera up to five megapixels um, and a front facing flash uh, would be that when you partner it with new um, processor updates and new software updates could get really exciting photos out of the iPhone, which hasn't seen a big upgrade in quite a while. Um, Also, as we talked about, new color rose gold matching the Apple Watch color. It'll be aluminum, but, you know, colored more gold. Um, So you'll have now a fourth color option. Um, otherwise it's just little bits and things. Touch ID may be getting a little more reliable. Um, but outside of that, they're expected to start at 16 gigabytes for the base model. There was some talk of them maybe starting a little higher, but it's still expected to be the case at 199, doing 64 and 128 gigabytes as well with the uh, plus models being a hundred dollar extra. So no surprise there. Cool. On to the next one. Apple TV. <laughs> Let's let's keep checking along. Apple TV, long-awaited Apple TV, finally here. Yay! Unless at the last minute they scrap it for October and November, which they <laughs> they've done before, so it's possible they'll do it. Um, what are we going to see starting with the App Store? Going to be able to build apps for Apple TV. Very exciting. Anyone will be able to do it. Um, and you'll be do able you to really do think that's going to happen? Um, I think it. I think there will be an App Store. I just don't think it'll be open to everybody. I think it'll be select partners, and then uh-huh. they will open it up eventually. Okay. I, okay, I think this also plays into one of the other rumors, but we'll talk about that when we get to it. <laughs> um, in addition, this makes games possible, which is exciting. Uh, um, as well, when we get to the remote updates, we'll talk about what that means for games. Uh, in addition to that, Siri and Search, Universal Search potentially coming to Apple TV. If you're a Roku user, you kind of have a bit of a taste of this. It's awesome. Uh, so you'll be able to search across all these different apps and all the different content, um, potentially using Siri in your voice, even with a microphone in the remote. Um, uh, new remote. Uh, no one's quite sure. I've heard rumors all the way from it'll just have more buttons and maybe a swipeable touchpad all the way up to it'll have a full color screen display like an iPod touch. So who knows the exact thing, but there probably will be some kind of motion controls in it. There'll probably be a, a microphone in it for voice search, um, but no one's entirely sure what it will include. I wish it... I, uh, okay, I can't like... <laughs> Go on. I would never use voice search if it meant I had to hold a, uh, a remote up to my face. You, you don't want to. You don't want to do. Hey Siri, no. 
No, that's messed up. It's only <laughs> cool if you if it's like always on and you say like, "Hey Siri, yeah, put on Daredevil right now on Netflix." That's cool. If I had to press a button on my remote, I might as well just use the darn remote. Fair. I think it will work like that, but I think the remote, the microphone, will be on your remote because you can't you can't pick it up halfway. You can't pick it up across the room talking at a normal volume. Well, Xbox yeah. does hey, it. Siri. Ex- like, no, hey, Xbox no. does it. I mean, I would be connect. willing to yell at Siri across the room. <laughs> If, if, if they put enough directional microphones in the thing, they could do it. It's possible. Um, yes. I just don't know if they'd want to put in the effort to do it. Yeah. The only thing that makes it interesting is then when you factor in the HomeKit stuff and you and you say out loud without your remote, hey, Siri, turn off the lights or do... That's when it starts to become, okay, now I see why they would go through the effort of putting a ton of mics into it and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I guess we'll see. I mean, the, the iPhone does the always listening thing when it's plugged in. I don't see why the Apple TV couldn't do it, too. I guess it would be okay if it was with the remote, but, like, 90% of the time, my remote is in the couch somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, but you know that is interesting, though. If you put a couple good mics in the Apple TV itself and then a couple good always listening mics in the remote when it's on your, your the table next to your couch or it's on your couch or... You know, mm-hmm. not too deep in your couch. I think between the two, they could probably pick up enough of your voice Yeah, to make it worthwhile. Right. I feel like the most use, like, it's most useful when you're close enough to the TV to watch it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's fair. Um, go on, Dan. Were you going to say oh, something? Uh, I was just going to say, there's been, a, I read a couple articles this weekend about uh, Apple TV really being about gaming. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. So part of the remote control is going to be possibly motion controls. Dan, you played the Roku. Uh, Angry Birds, you know a little bit about, or if you've used a Wii, you know, you have some idea of what that's like. Um, But even if it has a a touchpad or a trackpad of some kind on there, I would also include that. I don't know how to feel about this. I, I am like, I'm genuinely conflicted because it's on one level, it's like, well, duh, if Apple makes it really easy for developers to port their games over to TV. They already have a gazillion game developers. Like, what an install base to have off the get-go. At the same time, I can think of, like, three iOS games that I would want to play on my big TV. Like, (laughs) Well, the idea is that you're not going to play iOS games on your TV. No, and, and people could build custom games, but I think without... You would... No, but then again, you... Oh my god, I'm so conflicted because it's like the Apple TV remote I don't think can ever be a good gaming interface. Like I don't care how well they design it unless they make it an iPhone. Like I could see you using the iPhone as the controller for the game. That makes sense. And I think there are some uh AirPlay games that do kind of a similar concept where the display is put up and then you control it with the phone or some combination. But yeah. Um that maybe makes sense. And if they brought out some kind of controller to go with it, that would make sense. But I'm just like, I'm so, I'm just always conflicted about video game, video games should be on Xbox and PlayStation. They should not be on your Apple TV. There. Ah, uh, I'm, I'm really uncomfortable about this because it's just, it really <laughs> boggles my mind that these companies, like when Roku's like, oh, we're going to do games. And I'm like, no, don't do that. Please. Yeah, but it's it's Apple, and Apple already has some of the most popular games in recent years. I know, but they're built for iOS, not for Apple TV. 
I don't know. I, I think me. they have a great Drake's shot to do it, but I just think of a great what? I think they have a great shot to do it. I just don't know. I don't know if there's follow through. That's it. Think about I, all like the like the party games. Like great, great market, and I think there'll be a ton of them on Apple TV, and I think they'll work well. But it's it's niche markets. I don't ever think people will sit down. Not a niche market though, like. PS4 gamers is more of a, a niche market than people having parties in front of a TV. Yeah, yeah, but you know, on top of this, also, and I don't want to skip ahead in the rumors here, but there's rumors about what it might cost, starting at $149, maybe as high as $199. Um, Whoa. You know, if that's the case, you're not that far off from saying, if I really want to play games... It's it's more of a and games than it is games. You know what I mean? It's 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 games as one of a list of features than a key feature. And and for I most think... people that's okay. I, I mean, look at all these people who bought Wii's, right? One of the best-selling consoles of all time. People use it once or twice a month at the most, and otherwise it sits to collects dust. Maybe yeah. that's their audience and and maybe they'll be successful doing that. I yeah. if the only thing missing is the controller though. What do they need to do to get around that? Because if you just took an iPad Air and plugged it into your TV, that would be more than enough power to do like plenty of Wii-like casual gaming, or and more probably. I, for me, I think it. And again, this is probably all in my head, as most of these things are. But I just think for me, it's about creating a mindset in the consumer that I'm going to sit down and play a game on my Apple TV because I feel people will buy an Apple TV, they will play a few, like the Wii, they will play a few games, and then they will never do it again because they will never think to do it. I think it's... I mean, I think it will be the classic, like, new platform chicken and egg problem. Like, you can't... Like, no one is going to use it for that because they don't think of game like oh, I want to play a game, I'm going to play a game on this because there's no games on it. And developers don't want to waste their time making games for it because no one's using it. No one plays games on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, unless... I mean, if they were trying to push that, I could see it being a, hey, we have third-party apps now. Also, you could make a game for this, like, as a sort of, like, oh, by the way... Um, but I don't see them unless so so to qualify if they were gonna do it I would hope they have some like killer like launch partners mm-hmm. to launch of course like, they would. great things and uh, yeah right and I'm sure they do because they have I mean they're they're Apple goddammit right, yeah they have so many develop like you said they have such a, a large game base on iOS. Um, that like maybe maybe it would work out, or maybe they could pull it off. Any any chance they put out a uh, a traditional joystick style controller? <laughs> uh, that seems impossible. I, I would. You're gonna say impossible? Ooh, impossible is a strong word. There'll be third party ones though. Yeah, I, I I think it'll be. 
I don't know. Like, part of me wants to say it'll be something really creative and we'll all be surprised. That's what it is. That's what it is. If Apple can get a set of high-quality, must-have launch partners who solve the interface problem, they will shoot to the moon and sky's the limit for Apple TV gaming. And if they can't do that, people will try it once and they will never try it again. What's wrong with the phone uh, controller? I think people... Well, A, I don't think people are used to it. And so... It's not a good reason, but it is a reason you're going to have to overcome, right? And I think the other thing is... More I think people are used to playing games on their phone than they are playing games on a console. That's true, but, but, but not. So, so, go ahead. Here's here's the problem with with this phone as a controller. There's no ha- there's no physical feedback. So if you're trying to use a phone as a controller, but you can't look at your phone, it's really hard to do mm-hmm. stuff. Like I think I even find it hard to play like games where they have like the virtual joysticks on the phone because i'm trying to look at the game i can't spend time like making sure my fingers are on the right spot but i also can't feel where my fingers are on the phone because the whole thing feels the same and i i think that's the problem with the phone the phone phone interface is that like it works for things where you're looking at the phone when you're interacting with it but i think when it comes down to it it doesn't work when you when your primary like the thing that's going on is on the on the TV force touch i wonder if force touch plays a role in that <laughs> maybe yeah. I, I, it really could maybe they're just totally going to blow our minds that's i'm optimistic i think i don't think apple would roll out games on the apple tv unless they really thought they had figured it out i, yeah. I feel good about that and maybe I we'll mean, be if, wrong if 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 they they figured out a way to do it I don't know, well with a phone, maybe that, I don't know, that would be cool. Oh, that'd be great. I would definitely, because, I don't right, want to buy a PlayStation or Xbox. I, I want to play cool games with a much lower barrier to entry. Right. Um, we'll yeah. see. We'll have to wait and see, I guess. Also, I mean, the other thing is that, like, this thing only has, like, eight. What was it? What does the article say? Like eight gigs to sixteen gigs is the expected on disk storage. So yep. like, this is not going to be like AAA PlayStation games. Mm-hmm. This is going to be iPhone games blown up on a t- I, or, or iPhone style like, games. games. Yes. Yeah. On yeah. A TV. Yeah. But hey, people are buying those ninety nine cent iPhone games in 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 mass quantities. So. Right, There's definitely right. an audience. Which is, which is not to disparage those games. It's merely to suggest that it will be a different uh, yeah. like interact type of interaction than than Call of Duty. You, yeah, you won't see the next Call of Duty on your Apple TV. Probably not. Well, uh, we're, we're burning through time here, so we'll, we'll get through the rest of this. Um, as I said, uh, 149 potentially the starting price of Apple TV. Um, no streaming service, as we've talked about with Apple before. Um, you know, they'll still be Netflix and Hulu and that, but no content directly from Apple, uh, at least not at the outset. Nor will it support 4K video, which makes sense because really no one has 4K TVs yet. Um Lastly, a few little stragglers here on the announcement. iPad Pro, as I have been trying to get convince Apple every year, it's my prediction, and finally this is going to be the year, uh, a giant iPad, um, 12.9-inch display is the rumor, um, bigger than the current MacBook at 12, they're 12 inches. Um, so it will be big, but um, it will be powerful, and it will be thin. Um and it may or may not have a stylus. So, uh, and we'll use some of that cool new iOS 9 multitasking, dual screen, picture-in-picture uh, stuff. Um, 
We could also see a new iPad Mini, iPad Mini 4 is potential, maybe an update to the iPad Air. Um, there's also rumors about new Apple Watch bands, maybe, uh, which wouldn't surprise me. Um, and of course, iOS 9, we may see one or two new features snuck in there. Um, especially around Force Touch, we may see some new iOS editions as well. Are we excited? Are we excited for Apple's big event? More excuses to spend money. Um, I need a new phone. It's it's that time of the year. That time of the, uh, the every two years rather. Are so, you up for yours? Yeah. Yeah. Now, would are, well, I don't you, have a contract, so I've been up for it for a while. Uh, but would you? Would you? Are you really about? Well, you're never, an Apple guy, though. You're gonna stick with Apple until now. You have no interest in a in a Samsung uh, Galaxy S6 Edge. No. No, no, it's not doing it for you. <laughs> no, I like the customizability, but all the hardware is like I don't know. Like it just it's plastic, and yeah. I can't I can't go back to plastic now. <laughs> We're, we we yeah. got to get we got to get Android on this show somehow. I'm gonna keep pushing that. We're gonna get Android on here. Um, yeah, for a while. We gave I was the best shot. I know, and it just everything he had. didn't work. Better luck next time. Yeah, I will say the other day I turned on my Moto X and like updated to to Lollipop or whatever. It's kind of nice. That it's like the OS is it's pretty sweet. It looks very good. <laughs> Surprisingly legit for Android for i don't know what android has always been but we gotta see if uh, dan you're on are you on t-mobile daniel oh sorry what are you are you on t-mobile yes yes sorry you 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 gotta look and see because i know sometimes they do test drive programs where you get a phone for a week i would dare you to take the samsung challenge Ooh, dare me or the motorola challenge any android phone i dared myself to take the apple watch challenge so watch out and I, I would, I would love to see the results. Um, all right, well, we gotta, we gotta move right on to picks, because um, we have picks, um, and we are gonna go first with. Um, I'm just gonna look here, Dan. We never go first with Dan. I think Dan deserves to go first. He's earned it, Dan. Yeah. What's your so, pick this week? My pick this week is Mad Max Fury Road, and I didn't pick this when I saw it in theaters. I don't think. Not that I recall. Uh, yeah, uh, this movie is. Have either of you two seen this movie? No, but I, I couldn't. I I wanted to because everyone talks it up so much, but I couldn't get Jill to go see it with me. So okay, well now it's out on the uh, the iTunes and the Amazons and the Blu-rays. So all right, fix that get problem. Get yeah, uh, this is this is the best movie I've seen in uh, I don't know. Thinking back since. Maybe No Country for Old Men was like wow. the last movie I really uh, liked. Uh, just like you know, I don't know. You know, The Hobbit was fine, and you know, whatever. I'm sure they were good. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is good. The Avengers was good. This is like, it's and it's completely different than most movies I like. It is the best action movie I have ever seen. Uh, it is unabashed. It just starts and it, it never stops until the movie's over. There is no lull. It just and but somehow it's not boring and it's not overdone. It just keeps going and they don't explain any of the storyline to you, which some people find annoying, but you don't need to understand any of it because like the backstory is important. Why is the world a desert now? You're like, you know, who cares? Make it well, up. There, there are head. also there are also the old movies, right? I don't know if any of that is explained in in the original Mad Maxes, but 
Yeah, I watched the first one. They, they don't really explain... They explain a couple of things, but they don't really explain much either. And none of these characters have been, except Max, been in the old ones. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and the, the characters are just so imaginative, and and they'll, they'll show you a scene. One of my favorite scenes is they're driving through this area where there are these people walking around on stilts in a swamp. And that's it. They don't that they just move on. They never they don't dwell on it. But the whole time I'm like, what are these people doing on the stilts? How how are their lives different now that the world's like this post apocalyptic thing? Are they eating stuff out of the trees? Why are they on stilts? Uh Ah, so good. Mad Max Fury Road out on the Amazon, iTunes, and the Blu-ray. So you're saying this is, I should drive in my post-apocalyptic car right past rent and go straight to buy? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I mean, if you haven't seen it, I would always rent it first. first. But I saw it in theaters and I bought the Blu-ray immediately. I own maybe a dozen Blu-rays and this is not one of them. I, I can't remember the last <laughs> movie that at least on like Twitter and things like that, that had such a reaction that this movie has had. Um, people just really, really love it. So I'm, I'm excited. And now that I know it's got the Dan seal of approval, that's all I need. That's all I need. <laughs> There's also a game apparently which had surprisingly good reviews as mm. well. Really, know. the only review I bet I read was like very mediocre. I, gotta I don't. I don't. I forget. I watched one and it was like, that's pretty fun. I don't know. It wasn't like this is the best game in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It seemed enjoyable. But that being said, I didn't download it. So maybe. maybe. <laughs> Speaking of enjoyable games, did you see that Fallout 4 has more dialogue than Skyrim and Fallout 3 combined? <laughs> no, I didn't. That's what I love about a good video game. Dialogue. Don't hey, sh- when it's good dialogue, it's good dialogue. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm <laughs> kidding. kidding. Dialogue. Yeah, it's true. So I look forward I, to. I, I will say I've been playing through Batman, and the 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 voice acting in that is is surprisingly well done for a game. Mm-hmm. It is never awkward, or rarely awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Not to say never, but fair enough. All right, uh, Colby, what what do you have for us this week? Uh, I have two picks. One is a mini pick. Uh, I think we mentioned this last time, but Foursquare brought back Mayor Ships. Woo! Uh, I really like it. It gives me another... I mean, I, to be clear, I never stopped checking in in the first place. Uh-huh. Uh, but it is it is very pleasing to be the mayor of things again. Uh, like, it's insane they ever got rid of it. Yeah, it blows my mind. Um, I went to a place today specifically because I knew if I went back today, I would become the mayor of it. And <laughs> I did, in fact, become the mayor. <laughs> I was recently dethroned as the mayor of a fish and chips place in Dublin, and it was really sad because I couldn't oh. do anything about it. <laughs> yeah. You're like, no! <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay, so, also, yeah. Also, it's so a little bit sad that I was the mayor in the first place, but... It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Um... Yeah, so my second pick uh, lately, like after we got back from our European excursion, uh, I got a little like, I don't know, I was feeling a little tired with work, so I've been like working on a project outside of work that will remain a secret. It's not that cool. No. (laughs) Uh, But in any case, I'm not ready to talk about it yet. Uh, but I've been using like uh, Firebase as the as the like database thing for it, and 
like Firebase's gimmick is that it's like real time. Um, I think they're owned by Google now. Yes, they are. Uh, but yeah, so it's like a real time database. So like you, uh, I don't know, you could build say a chat app and when one person typed in a message, it would pop up on everyone else's screen who's looking at the same thing. Uh, it's very easy to use. Um, and they're, it's like direct to device. So like, you don't really have a server that talks to Firebase and then sends the data to your, to the phone. You just connect from like your app or your website or whatever you're building. And it goes right there. Uh, I found it very easy to set up in their like security provisioning rules and stuff. Um, were surprisingly not that bad to wrap my head around. So uh, if you're into that sort of thing, you should check it out. And it's also their uh, like free tier is, I guess it's like you can have 100 concurrent connections uh, with like a gig of storage, which I guess is not that much. Uh, but they also have hosting, so you can just like, run one command in the command line and it publishes your your javascript app to the web so it was like very easy um and i think i don't know like the thing i'm building is not it's not terribly important that it's real time uh but given that it's not important that it's real time like i think it'll be a low data volume thing uh i think if i continue if i don't know even if it were a real thing that people used i think using firebase would be like i don't know their pricing seems to be mostly by like it's like data how much data you have and then like the number of connections you have and it it's i don't know like basically 50 dollars a month and you're all at like unlimited connections and then it's data from there so i don't know it seems cool We'll see. I don't know anyone who's used it for anything cool. real, but it was easy. And it's very I gratifying. If, I don't know if you remember this, but they were at the Web 2.0 Expo when we were there. Yeah, I do remember that. Wow. That's crazy. I didn't remember that until just now. What's the marketing term for that, Sean? Uh, mean time to user acquisition or something like that? Three years. I mean, that sounded like gibberish, but sure, Dan. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. You I'm do great in marketing. I'm supposed to know that, right? Um, no, that's cool. And listen, hey, Colby, I, I don't want to spoil your special project, but, you know, I got my fingers crossed. It's the Don't Panic mobile app. I'm, I'm kidding. It's, I'm kidding. It's not. It's I'm not kidding. Not. People, people got to have their Don't Panic, and they want it on the go. Um, although, actually, I'm sure. Actually, I've never tried it. I'm sure our website works great on mobile. Uh, I think it works. On <laughs> it did at one point. I mean, it's it's pretty. It's a simple website, so I can't imagine there's a lot yeah. to. Anyway, it should it should be fine. Off topic. Um, let's get to my pick. Uh, because we're by the time we're done, this may be our longest episode ever. We went really long tonight, but that's okay because we got good stuff to talk <laughs> about. Um, my pick this week. Colby uh, many weeks ago picked his Pebble Time Watch, which I know Colby, you're still enjoying. I am, yeah. Um, I still use it every day. And, and I mostly I, use the timer. Yes, exactly what it's good for. Yeah. The timer. 
very very nice timer um so i this weekend i got my version from the kickstarter because wow. I, I i splurge on my gadgets and i got the pebble time steel bump bump but um bump bump look at that da 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 um yeah look at that it's pretty and it's shiny um now available for pre-order, uh, Pebble Time Steel. So it's the more expensive version of the Pebble Time. It's steel. You also get a longer battery life. They quote seven to ten days on this, um, which actually I'm I've, I'm on pace to do. So uh, I believe you may actually get it. The the big difference between this and the old one, and actually I have my old one right here for comparison. Um, you can see the difference. It, it's uh, prettier uh, and it's less less chunky looking and ugly, um, which which I'm very happy about. Uh, I, I honestly, I'll start with hardware, but I, I think the design of the new one, I don't know what I'm doing with my hands, uh, it, I actually think it's a really beautiful watch. It, it's simple, and it's not, you know, like Android Wear fancy, but I think it's really nice, and it's really wearable, which I really like. The old one was okay, but it was kind of uncomfortable to wear. It was a little blocky. Um, this one's got a, a little, it's hard, it's hard to see, it's got a little curve to it, um, so it's a little more comfortable on your wrist, um, and it's a little lighter as well. It's not as heavy, so I really like wearing it. I actually have worn it to sleep the last couple nights because it'll do sleep tracking, and turns out I don't sleep well, which I did not know. I was wondering why I was tired all the time, uh, and that explains it. So, um, you also now have a color display, which is kind of hard to see on camera, but you get the idea. Um, and if one of you gentlemen uh, want to do me a favor and send me a text message or a Facebook message or or something that'll get my watch to vibrate, I'll show you folks on the air. The new software, which I really like, it's way more animated and colorful than the old one, and it actually is a really fun experience for people. Um, I'm going to get messages from both of you. I know it. Um but it's uh it's really got a lot of pop to it which is great um and there you go you see it kind of animates a little message in a bottle and it shows hi sean there um and then when i go to dismiss it you just tap the side button i hit dismiss and then you see it kind of whoosh the little animation and then it kind of flashes it away um so it's a, it's a lot of fun to use you know it's got this timeline feature which uh shows all your past appointments but you see as you scroll through thing it's just got a nice little animation and color to it so it's a lot more fun to use i think than the old one um and yeah so i, I absolutely love it um Still a bit of a pain in the ass with iOS, I will say. Uh, not as useful as, as an Apple Watch. And the other thing that I, I really don't like about this is they moved the charging ports to the back of the watch, which, A, make it kind of wobble weird when you when you charge it and put it down on your counter. And B, I wore this mowing the lawn the other day, and it got so sweaty. I was really concerned, like, should these contacts be covered in my salty sweat, gross wrist nastiness um i don't know i'm not a scientist but that seemed a little concerning overall <laughs> i absolutely 100 percent would recommend and uh love this watch um i'm very happy i got it even knowing android wear now works with ios of course i ordered this months ago but uh I i'm still pretty happy with it um and i'd probably still keep it over android wear only because it does the perfect smartwatch thing which is it does the simple stuff i need it to do and nothing more and i'm very happy with it so um pebble time steel now available for pre-order Check it out. Get on the smartwatch train. It's the future. <laughs> Tell your friends. Uh, wonderful. Gentlemen, that concludes us for this evening. We've we've gone long, but I think in the name of good show, uh, I think it was a, a good one as always, a, a nice way to spend the, the end of the long weekend. Uh, remind everybody out there listening, this is Don't Panic, of course, and our website, don'tpanic.io, made by these two lovely gentlemen uh, in their spare time, and they did a great job, so go there, check it out. Links to all the past shows, audio, video, the whole nine yards. Uh, we're now on YouTube in 720p HD, so we, we look super mad crisp 
uh, and you can check that out. Um, and also links to all our social media accounts are there at Don't Panic Show on Twitter. And of course, do subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Overcast, Pocket Casts, YouTube, all of it. It's all on the website. Go there, don'tpanic.io. Uh, we'll be back next Monday with wall-to-wall Apple coverage from the big event on Wednesday. Uh, gentlemen, anything else you'd like to add before we conclude this evening? Watch Mad Max. Watch Mad. That is good advice to give the people out there. Watch it with a good sound system. Really get the bass going and really surround sound like you're there. I bet that movie would have been awesome in IMAX. Oh yeah, I don't think (laughs) they did it in IMAX. I don't think they did. Oh, that what a miss. That would have been exciting. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So. I have, a, I have a plug this week. Oh, uh, yeah. Come on. This week is is HubSpot's, HubSpot's the company I work at, uh, HubSpot's annual gigantic uh, user, like, customer conference at uh, the convention center in Boston. Uh, so we have our annual keynote on Wednesday as well, announcing all the new new features we've got. Oh, man. <laughs> HubSpot stuff. Um, and I know it's not everyone's cup of tea, but people who like HubSpot are really psyched about it. So, hey, man, you I don't got, know. You got Aziz Ansari there, so. That's exciting. Yeah, and Amy, Amy Schumer. Whoa. Actually, yeah, I don't I, – I, it was kind of cool last year, but the people who, like, the keynote speakers who they were like, oh, my God, I was like, I've never heard of this person. Like, I have, they must be cool in, like, business sales marketing circles and not cool where uh, things I pay attention to. But, like, and that, this, that guy who interviewed Obama's on here. Which guy's that? Mark Marin. Oh, Mark Marin. Yeah, oh, he's great. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there were like 10,000 people or something insane there last year. I don't know. Don't quote me on that number, but there were a lot of people. (laughs) Um, So I assume this year there will be more. I have no idea. I'll be able to tell you tomorrow. how. Well, that's exciting. And you and you will be there, Colby. So people may see you there. Yeah. Yeah. And And I. Go ahead. I will. I'll be like directing you, people. We we all you all help out. And you know what? And I'll I'll make a deal out there. If you're a fan of the show and you get a a photo with Colby <laughs> at Inbound, I will send you a T-shirt. How's that? <laughs> I know nobody listens, but go ahead. If you're a fan, get a photo with Colby. Free T-shirt from Don't Panic. That is my deal to you. You should you should tweet that with like the inbound twenty fifty. Oh my god, that's actually not the worst idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this could be dope to do that. Big break. This is this is our big moment. <laughs> We're gonna be the stars of the show, and Colby's gonna get fired. It's gonna be great. Um, <laughs> but in any case, what what I was going for is that the our keynote is also on Wednesday. Um, and it's it's pretty legit. We are the two founders of our of of HubSpot like tag team it, and they're actually very funny. Um, so it's it's usually quite a production. So uh, well, I don't good. Know we'll look forward to that. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thanks, Colby. It's always nice when we have a plug. It's rare, but it's a it's a nice thing to have. Well, uh, well, thanks everybody. On that note, we're going to conclude this evening. We appreciate you joining us. We'll join us next week as we talk more uh, tech news or really Apple news uh, here on Don't Panic. But for now, on behalf of these two gentlemen, I will wish you a good night.